All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Performance for Life podcast. This is your co-host, Jake Laspinato, with my man. Bruce Leone. I love that. Every time, every time. (laughs) Chris Chris and I didn't get to talk much. We talked real quick. We were playing some music before we started here. So how you doing, man? Good. Just in case you want to... Just in case they want to know the music we were listening to, we were playing If You Don't Know Me By Now by Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. So if if y'all know about that, y'all know about that. If you don't, you got iTunes, figure it out. (laughs) I'm feeling great. I'm here. I'm present. Grateful to be here. Grateful to see Jake's beautiful face via Zoom. Awesome. How are you, man? I'm doing good. I feel I feel very grateful. I've been feeling really, really, really grateful these past couple of days. You know, a lot of stuff in personal life these last couple of months, and I've I've spent so much time really stressed out. Mm-hmm. I feel like what was starting to happen was Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about this a lot. It's like when we say something, when we feel a feeling too many times, and then we talk about it too much it becomes our state of being. So like, you know, that one specific event, you know, really like stressed me out. And then it's like this constant, I'm stressed out because of this one thing. So like I had this realization that like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to have these challenges, Mm -hmm. but I also have so much to be grateful for. Like I have so much to be grateful for, even just down the fact of like how grateful I am to be a father and have a daughter who is healthy, like healthy and thriving and brings me so much love into my life. Like just that in itself takes, takes that stress away. Cause it's like, I'm so grateful for this. There's, there's no, I feel like when, when there's truly, when we can truly be grateful for what we have it, there's no space for, for that, those other things, those, that stress and that it's yeah. like, still has to be dealt with. It's real life things, you know, bills and finances and, you know, it's all real life, but it's like, I, I, I can be grateful that I have a, a home. I have my own office here at the gym. I have a roof over my head. I have good food. I have mm-hmm. clean water. I, I mean, dude, you know, I went to the freaking breakfast joint here in Salem this morning and got two breakfast sandwiches, two guac and, and egg and cheese and uh, tomato. Uh, uh. It's like, dude, first world problems, some of the stuff I'm experiencing. So, you know, anyway, so I, I'm grateful to be here. Grateful to be talking to you. That's very, that's very well said because what happens is we get so focused in on the problem that we just forget about everything else that's going on. Right. Yeah. And everything else that is working, everything else that is, that is thriving, that is, that is healthy. Right. You know, for some reason, this reminds me of like injury, right? What happens when we're, when we're injured, right? Let's say we, we, we come across an injury and I catch myself doing this every now and then because I'm injured. Oh my gosh. The whole whole world is over. I can't train. I can't do a damn thing. Uh Right. Because that, particular injury i was i'm so focused in on it that it just kind of it just kind of ruins everything for me and you know what in the connection that i made with what you just said right is yeah i got an injury right i got my my quad is my quad is injured right i pulled my quad but guess what my arms work right yeah. my, my traps are still here my chest is here my, my other leg is actually is actually functioning right yeah. and so i think you know once we once we start practicing gratitude right 
that opens up that opens up the space to say, okay, everything else is is good and working, and I'm and I'm grateful for that. Now you're in a better space to to start looking at that injury and figuring out, all right, how can I rehab myself back to you know. 80%, 90% so I can be back to 100%. You know, you, you start making these connections between like life and, and what you do as, as far as your sport and stuff like that. And, it, and it's all connected, but we just have to be open enough to, to make those connections, right? The whole, the whole notion of inner being, right? If it's this, then this is also available. And in order to get there, we got to see the whole picture and not be focused in on that one thing. It's yeah. great, man. It is, man. Thank you for sharing that, man. I, I, I can relate to, I feel like injuries, especially for any athletes out there and by athlete, I mean like any human being who does any form of any form of movement, anything any form of performance movement and, and not even just performance, but just movement in general, you know, it's, it's having injuries can be very, it can be very taxing on the mind and of course on the body. But I think, I think like you said, it's, it's being able to remember like what else you have. And it, it almost yeah. like for me, anytime I've had an injury, it's like this reminder, like, and I'd encourage you to be a little bit more grateful when you're fully healthy, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You don't have any injuries or I, I should say when I don't have any injuries and I'm, my body's feeling good and thriving. And, you know, I feel like too, and I, and I don't know what evidence there is to support this. This is kind of just anecdotal life to me, more gratitude. And I'm sure there's, there's, there's definitely studies and doctors and people out there, but I feel like the more gratitude we can have for our lives, the, the more opportunity we have to heal. We, we have, we have to heal. Like we can be grateful for our pain. We can be grateful for, for our challenges and our lessons, you know, like an injury, typically an injury is and Paul Check talks about this a lot. Like an injury is he talks about the pain teacher, and it's like pain, and that could be mental, emotional, physical, is an opportunity to heal. You know, it's like, oh, here's an opportunity to heal myself. And clearly, you know, I might need a little bit more love in this area. You know, like my mm-hmm. my left Achilles has been bugging me a little bit with all the running I've been doing. So, you know, it's like, hey, this is an opportunity. Clearly, I need my Achilles, my my calf, my left calf my left hamstring, it needs some more love. It needs some more stretching. And I have the opportunity to do that now. Yeah. yeah and, 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 and that, and that sense of, uh, I guess, just focus, right. It allows you, it allows, because the only way you're going to know that, you know, there's a, there's an issue with the Achilles is if you're familiar with, if it's the right leg, you're familiar with what's going on with the left, right. The, that balance, right. Because like, like I, like I said earlier, right. Sometimes we'll get that injury to the Achilles and then all of a sudden your left leg is not working for some reason. Right. And the injury isn't to the left leg, right? It's, yeah, right. it's to the right, right? And it's understanding the the understanding your body, understanding my body as a whole and becoming familiar with my body, right? Then I'm able to then I'm then I'm able to do things and 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 take care of myself the way I need to be taken care of, right? Because you know, there's, there's a bunch of stuff out there. There's like a bunch of self-help stuff that you can, that you can go to and, and take a look at. But until we start really understanding our bodies and what our bodies need, then we can truly start to heal ourselves. You know what I mean? Agreed. 
Agree, brother. I wanted to share this because I found a little article that Ben Greenfield wrote on gratitude because I feel like I'd like to start doing this a little bit more too with our podcast is some of the stuff that Chris and I are talking about. We're, we're obviously, number one, we've, we've experienced a lot of these things. And number two, we've, we've done our own studying and our own research. And I'll speak for myself. Like I don't always use things to back back up you know, what I'm saying, but I want to start just kind of being like, Hey, you know, these, these are some things. And Ben Greenfield is, is like a health and fitness. Do you know of Ben Greenfield, Chris? I think I brought him up. Yeah. 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 You brought, and I've, and I've, and you've actually made me look him up because you oh, brought him up. <laughs> yeah. So he's like a biohacking health and wellness guru. And he has on his website, he has a little article on the six benefits of gratitude, the six powerful ways that being thankful can actually improve your life. So number one is gratitude opens the door to more opportunities and relationships, which I mean, definitely there's benefits on gratitude and physical health. It says mm-hmm. 2012 study published in personality and individual differences. Grateful people experience fewer aches and pains, and they also report feeling healthier than other people. There's also some other studies. That's the thing I love about Ben Greenfield too, is because he's always, whatever he's posting, it's like he's constantly putting in different studies and not just like riffing off one specific study. It's like, no, here's all these other little studies that have been done yeah. to that. It helps with psychological health and mental strengths. Gratitude enhances empathy and reduces aggression. It's a big one. I feel like people be out here real aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're real aggressive. <laughs> do you have an example? Did something happen today? <laughs> Actually, I do, dude. I got, I got hit by a car this morning when I was running. I got somebody hit me with their mirror. Are you kidding me? They hit me or I was in the road too much. And I immediately, my initial reaction was, I was like, I yelled, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then as I, I just kept running. I, I saw that they like stopped, but I was just like, I'm not stopping for this. I'm, I'm good. Their, their mirror bent in. So it wasn't like nothing broke. Yeah, yeah. But it was like a corner, right? Where I was coming up to a corner, there was a snowbank and they were taking a right one. Mm-hmm. Road right by Styles Road, right by that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Were you on the Dunkin' Donuts side or the? Yes, yeah, yeah. So actually, a little bit before that. So there's another set of lights right before that, and gotcha. I don't. I think that they didn't see me, and I was running with my brother, and I was actually a little bit too in the road. So mm. it was a combo. It was. I. I don't believe it was anybody's one single fault, and, yeah. and that's as I kept running. I was like that initial jerk reaction because I was scared. I was yeah. like, I was also like what the fuck? Like, you know, you, you not see me, but at the same time, it's like, Hey, I could have been at fault too, but I immediately yeah. like, you know what? I'm just grateful that I'm here. It was just a damn freaking rear view mirror. And it wasn't the, you know, I didn't get smothered by the front bumper. So anyway, I feel like that's, that's kind of a good, <laughs> that's, that, I mean, that was a perfect example of, of exactly what we were talking about. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Without being grateful that you're here and all that stuff. And it probably like, sent you into a, you know, I'm going to chase this car down and, yeah. and, dude, out the car and beat him up. There was like, there was like a 20 second span there where I was like, I was, you know, I was just very triggered. I was like immediately triggered and I wanted to be like, you know, yo, you can chase him down, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. you know? So, but I just, I was, I was saying to my brother, I was like, I'm grateful. It was just a rear view mirror. You know, it's, I'm grateful. It's like all, all jokes aside. Like, I, I mean, Shit like that happens. And I'm, I'm grateful that I'm just like, I was able to continue my run and finish good my thing, run. Good thing you're in a good, you're, you're in a good space, right? Yeah, I could have if, it. 
Oh, no. if you weren't, yeah, exactly. Best of my day, I could have, and that's the thing is like, that's a choice, right? Like I could have just went about the rest of my day pissed off telling everyone, I this car hit me and, and what an yeah. asshole. They weren't paying attention, but it's like, that's just, I feel like not taking responsibility for ourselves. And I know that I probably could have been paying better attention. I could have been looking, you know, had been more aware of my surroundings and avoided yeah. that. I also think the other person can take some responsibility too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's on it's on it's on both sides, right? You know, one one thing that's that's very important is it, you know, there's a line that I have here that catches me. It's the five remembrances, right? Basically, and this is something that the Buddha taught. And the fifth one is my actions are my only true belongings. I cannot escape the consequences of my actions. My actions are the ground on which I stand. Right. So, yeah. you know, as far as, as far as that case goes, right. So if you, you know, that, that certain situation and you fed it with anger and all that stuff, right. Your action might be to either chase that car down and beat the person up or hold that with you for the rest of the day and, and be pissed off at your clients and your clients probably like, yo, why is he so like, why is he, like, why is he acting like that? You know what I mean? And, and, you know, and, and it, it kind of, it kind of carries on and then you have to kind of sit in that action, you know, that behavior. Exactly. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah bro. That's good stuff. That's good stuff, man. Dude, I wanted to bring up your post yesterday, man. Yes, yes, yes. Real quick, real quick. I want to finish these last two. Yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. And I do, I want to talk. That was like actually one thing that we wanted to bring up today. Number five is benefits of gratitude on sleep. It said writing in a gratitude journal, which you're going to learn much more about in a bit here in the article. It says for 15 minutes a day, right before going to bed may actually help you sleep better and sleep longer because the study observed that the effects of gratitude intervention on university students who are constantly running into sleep problems due to the racing mind with stimulation and thoughts and worries that writing in the gratitude journal before bed actually helped to calm the mind. Mm -hmm. And the last one, which I think is so important, at least it reigns important for me, is gratitude also improves self-esteem, which think that self-esteem is is a huge thing in today's society and especially with social media. How are you supposed to have any self-esteem with social media? Dude, how? How is how is how is that how is it possible to have any kind of self-esteem with social media? Is that is that a, a rhetorical question? Yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah, you don't have to answer that. <laughs> well, and and dude, you're right, man. It's like, you know, you got all like, and it's, it's true. You know, it's a highlight reel. It's a highlight reel of people's lives. And there's a lot of people just, I mean, and a lot of people are doing a lot of cool things, you know, yeah. but I think that we forget that we're human beings and we're all experiencing the human experience. And it doesn't matter how great we're portraying our lives to be. We all experience pain and we all experience challenges. And a lot of times, you know, especially I've talked about this in the past, like, you know, there's a lot of insecurity out there. And a lot of these people that, that are making things seem great are actually insecure and they're using it as a way to fuel the ego and, and fuel the insecurity. Yeah. Things has gotten easier because of technology, but man, the human experience has, is becoming harder and harder. Yeah, for sure. Because of technology, <laughs> because of technology, right? Because no, no longer are the days where you could just freaking go to a gym and work out and not have to like there, there was a time when when you just got big and strong. Yeah. And, and the only people that knew about it were the people that were around you. Yeah. You and and you know it's funny, Chris, is that I battle with that. I battle with that now because I feel like 
a big piece of my business and what I do as a trainer, and you might relate to this, is like, I want to be consistent. I want to be like with, with posting and sharing. And I also fire people, you know, and sometimes I'm like, do I really have to share this? Like, I don't even want to like, sometimes I'm like, I wish I could just be doing all this shit and not posting about it and not like, but at the same time, I want to share with people. So I battle back and forth with that of like finding that balance because it's like, you know, yeah, I know what you're saying though, because it's like, there was a time where we just worked out and yeah. I mean, that was probably more your time than it was my time. I feel like yeah. I was more in the social media. Yeah, yeah. I kind of came up with it, you know, so to speak with my space when I was in middle school and like, that's kind of yeah. where it started. But I feel like it kind of goes back to my, my post yesterday where, where we were talking about evolution, um, evolution as, as human beings, just in general and, and on the personal side of things, like as individuals, I mean, at least I think that's what we were talking about. Not like evolution from cavemen to no, no. Ev- evolution as the, the, the human, the hu- like the, the the you as an individual, yeah. right? The the evolution, and and I think that is what I'm interested in. Yeah, as a consumer of the stuff that people are putting out, right? And and I think that's something that that I, I would hope you as a as a content creator, as a coach, that you start elaborating on. Right. Because you got this guy that is deadlifting 500 pounds. Right. Looking real thick and juicy. Right. <laughs> and, then, and then and then you got this and then you got this other guy. Right. That 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 looks like he's been freaking chiseled out of like out of clay and running and doing the it's just two op, very opposite, uh, very opposite things that are that are happening here. Right. And to understand the evolution, to understand why you ended up, you know, taking the route that you, that, that you went on, I think is very important because everyone is, everyone is always looking for that journey. And they think that their journey needs to go from, you know, deadlifting 500 pounds to 900 pounds. Maybe that's not what was it, what was in the, what was in the books for you. Yeah. Right. Maybe, maybe there's, maybe there's an opportunity to do a little more exploring and understanding you as the, you as an individual, because something must've happened for you as the individual to go from pulling that to, you know, now signing up for a marathon, right? Yeah. That is, that is what I'm interested in. And I think that is what will help those out there. Yeah. Right. Because we don't have to be stuck in, we don't have to, we don't have to be a bodybuilder for the rest of our lives. We don't. Who said we have to? I think too, like what happens is, and this is what happened to me. And I can imagine other people can relate to is like, we get so identified. Our ego gets so identified with who we are and what we do. And we basically identify ourselves with that thing. And mm-hmm. that makes it hard to leave that. Like for me, like powerlifting served such a great purpose for me at that point in my life. Like it was like, I was like early college kind of just went through a breakup and it was like a way for me to like, just like I was using it to get through that, to just move heavy weight and, and, you know, get really strong. And I also was really like attached to being big and thick and juicy, <laughs> thick and juicy, baby. At that point in my life, it worked. And then as time went on, I started like developing all these little nagging injuries. And it was like, just time and time again, it was almost like I just, I kept, I just kind of kept getting injured. And then I remember there was a point I was training for the police Academy because I wanted to be a police officer. 
and I started running more. And that was like, I was still, I was like 22 or 23 at that time. So I ended up losing a bunch of weight. I lost like 45 pounds at that time and really lean, but I was still so attached to that image of myself when I was 210 pounds and big and beefy and yoked up. Like people used to ask if I was taking steroids and like yeah. my people loved that. Like mm-hmm. I would it up, man. Like I was yeah. like, people were like, yo, are you taking steroids? And I'd be like, you know, oh yeah, hell yeah. Like, and of course, like these are people oh, that yeah. like, <laughs> these are people too that like don't really know like what real steroid use. Oh, yeah. Someone now, like when I see someone, I can typically tell oh, that guy is definitely doing something. There's something going on. Juicy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was so attached to that that I couldn't let it go. So then I actually went back. I kind of like when I, I decided not to get into law enforcement, I went back to that like want heavy lifting and strength training. And again, like those injuries kept coming up and coming back. And there was a point when I moved to the San Diego, I felt like I had this opportunity to, to be who I wanted to be and mm. detach from this idea. It was like, it gave me this space to detach from this idea of like who I thought I was and who I wanted to be. And mm-hmm. I stopped lifting for like three months and was just like doing yoga and stretching and body weight exercises and banded exercises and, and in a way kind of healing myself. And then it was, it, I mean, and there's so much that's happened in between there, but, and then it just kind of turned into this. I still continue strength training because I love strength training, but I was like, man, I actually, I like, I like being leaner. I feel better. I feel like it suits more like what I want for my life right now. Mm-hmm. And then it's just kind of, from there, it's, it's just kind of like progressed to, to where it is now and today. And, and, you know, like we've talked before, Chris, you know, I don't know if this is where I'll always be. I don't know if I'll continue being an endurance athlete forever, but mm-hmm. right now it's serving me for where I'm at in my life. And I love it. You know, and it's like you said, you might take up yoga. And that's a, and that's a, that's a good point, right? You say right now it's serving my life. And, you know, the question, the question that I have is, it's ser- it's serving your life, right? How is it serving your life? So are you taking whatever you're learning from being an endurance athlete? Is that now bleeding into your actual life? How you interact with others? Is it teaching you aspects of life, how to treat people, right? Because that's the next step, right? You know, I'm reading this book called The Five Rings. It's about it's about a, a, a Japanese warrior, right? Swordsman, Miyamoto Musashi. I might be I might be messing it up. And he was he was a swordsman all his life. So he would literally go from town to town and, and just fight people. And he was undefeated. And then he comes to this point in his life and he's like, I'm actually learning something about life here. And then he started incorporating what he's what he what he learned about sword fighting into art. Mm. Now, something special is happening there. Right. How does sword fighting and art fit in? And then from art. Right. He 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 started he linked up with some with some Buddhists. And then he started learning about the human nature Mm. through sword fight through, through sword fighting. And 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 I and I think it's very important. Right. If we find something that we like to do. Right such as being an endurance athlete, powerlifting and all that, it is our duty to then take that thing and allow it to enhance you, evolve, right? Allow you to evolve as a human being. Yeah. If it's not if it's not allowing you to evolve and all it is is just ego, then I don't think it's suiting mm-hmm. the individual. You, get, you, get, you know what I'm saying? I agree, brother, I, I totally agree. 
I feel like it, it, what you're saying, what, what came up was the, in the alchemist, the main character, like his family for years and years, they all stayed within the church and were pastors. And I believe if I'm, I got that correct. And Santiago wanted to be a shepherd. He wanted to travel. He wanted to have sheep and, and his, his family was like being a shepherd, like they're, they're broke. And, you know, this is the most beautiful place on earth being here. And we all stay here. And it's like his, his heart was calling him to evolve. He, he knew that that lifestyle wasn't serving him. It wasn't going to. Be. And in order for him to grow spiritually, he had to take this endeavor into becoming a shepherd. Exactly. And it's like, we, I feel like as, as humans and individuals, we have to be open to that. We have to be open to when, when our, our life and when that, whatever that higher calling is, that higher powers that's calling us, Hey, it's time to, it's time to move on. And I feel like what I think of when I think of evolution and, and people listening, you might have heard this before, but it's like, in order to be reborn again, we have to die. We have to die to our old self. Yes. Some form of, you know, spiritual death. And, and, you know, like in Christianity, they call that like repenting or, you know, whatever you, you, you go through a baptism or whatever it is. And you're, you're basically dying yeah. to that old version of yourself. And now you're, you're new spiritually. And I feel like that's, that's what's come up for me over this, this journey. And to, to go to your question, like how is, you know, this evolution for me helping serve my life is I feel like I'll speak from like the coach Jake's out of things first mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. I feel like it's allowing me, I feel much more confident in my ability to preach about discipline and to mm-hmm. not, not preach. I should say coach my clients on how to be disciplined. Teach. How, you're you're a teacher. Yeah. Teach. Yeah. I, I no, Yes. Thank you. Yeah. You're teaching. teaching. <laughs> no, like to be more disciplined and to have more focus and to just like do it. Like literally that's it. Just do it. If, if this is the goal you want. Okay. You got to work for it. And, and it's almost like before I didn't have as much, a little bit more of that stricter mindset. I was a little bit more like kind of like an understanding with people like making excuses and things. And I do get mm-hmm. up and stuff gets hard, but I've realized that like, there's always a way, there's always a way to figure it out and to make it happen regardless. So that's in the coaching side. I feel like for my everyday life, I feel like, again, it's, it's helping me have a healthier mindset. It, there's, there's this strong correlation, which I actually want to make a post about this because I, I feel I was talking to my brother about it on, on our run this morning. And it's like, I feel like I learned this through running and therapy. So here you have this emotional and mental work with therapy, and then you have this physical and mental work through running. And it's this correlation that there's always going, again, there's always going to be pain and suffering in life. That's inevitable. Yeah. but it's being able to be present and being able to let that move through us, let that emotion just move through us, that pain move through us. And eventually there's, there's another side of it. There's a side come out and with running, it's like, I feel like it's a real big mental battle. So it, it helps me there. And I feel like it gives me more strength. It gives me more confidence because it's, it's, I'm also proving myself I should say, I don't want to say proving myself wrong. I'm proving this old version of Jake wrong, where I told myself I could never be a runner. I could never do this. I could never do that. And it's, it's, it's like these small little, you know, how the little habits stack. It's just showing that like, Oh no, no, no. Whatever we put our minds to, we can actually create into reality. And, And that is, that is the, if you were to paint a picture of evolution, right. And you, and you said it, and you said it perfectly is you're proving 
the older version of yourself wrong, right? Because here's what you thought, and here's where I'm at. Mm. That's evolution. Yeah, that's that's it, right? Yeah. Because there is there is a change that happened over a period of time, and then and then you even said it, once you start stacking these these habits, right? Over time, you're gonna see the change, right? Yeah. It's kind of like those those pictures of like like there's a bunch of little pictures, and then if you look at it, it doesn't look like nothing. But then when you when you take a step back, all of a sudden you're like, oh, you see the Virgin Mary or something like that. Like, oh, this, this, this is pretty cool, right? <laughs> but 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 that's but that's what's happening, right? Where, yeah. where, perfect. Where, what was that? No, no, I was just saying, like, I, I just got yeah. pumped. <laughs> it's all these little things that end up being and then and then you and then you actually see the and then you actually see the the the, the full picture. And evolution also works the other way. <laughs> it ain't all it ain't all good, yeah. right? Because if we are, and, and I'm always going to go back to planting seeds or you, we can we can just call it whatever. Ooh, if we, seeds. If we are planting seeds of, of ignorance, of just ego, fil, egotistical machismo, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Right. If we are planting those seeds, that's great. And we keep watering those seeds. When we step back, we're going to see we're going to see something that we may not like. And a lot of the times, right, when we are planting those seeds, we don't want to step back. Yeah. Because we're afraid of what we will see, right? Mm-hmm. So evolution can happen in that way too, right? So we got to be very careful as to how we have to be very careful with our actions and 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 you know our everyday interactions with ourselves and the things that we're picking up. Yeah, like right? would you, I feel like a good a good example, right? Would be and and this this might may not be true, but I, I'm just. Yeah like your evolution into alcoholism yeah. you know it was like a, it was like a process right would you yeah, say it's it's a yeah, yeah it's a process like you got to work at you got to you got to work at it to earn that to earn that badge right <laughs> you, can, <laughs> you can just wake up and just be like oh yeah i'm an alcoholic <laughs> I'm, I'm an alcoholic or an, or an addict right it's it's an evolution and 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 that is that is the other part of evolution like i said right it's crazy because without that evolution, I mean, again, this is just me from the outside. I don't think you would be where you are right now. Exactly. Have that opposite evolution. If I didn't have that evolution into ego driven power lifter, you know, hyper masculinity, I wouldn't have been able to have this evolution back into who I am exactly. now. Exactly. And it all, and we, we gotta, we gotta understand that it's all, it all starts at a point. And then on either side, we, we, we can live there, mm. right. Interbeing, right. Meaning there is, there is the good and then there's the bad and we can live in both, both worlds and we can transfer back and forth in both worlds. But it's 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 up to us to start doing the transformation. That's what it is. It's the transformation within 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 those two worlds. And it, mm-hmm. it, it takes work. Yeah, totally. It takes work and it takes effort. It's just like anything else. And it's like you know we have to take action on it. We have to we have to do the things. And a lot of times, taking those actions are scary and they're mm-hmm. And yeah. for me, uh, I was ready. That's the thing. It's like. I feel like we always know when we're ready. And I feel like I, I heard recently who, who was talking about this. I, I don't, I don't know. I, oh, maybe it was, I'm reading this book, the comfort crisis. And it's actually the, the guy who wrote the book. I don't remember the author's name, but he's a recovered alcoholic as well. And he talks about how over time it's like we become 
the more we become disconnected from our truth and in, in our soul and that higher powers, we mm-hmm. lose the ability to know when it's time for our own evolution or when it's time to make a change because we avoid it so much that it just becomes these layers and layers and layers yeah. on top of our soul. And maybe it was us even talking about that, but I feel we, like we don't want to look at it. Right. Right. Yeah. So, so, you know, just to kind of go on to like, what, what does this mean for the, for the athlete? What does this mean for the everyday person that's listening to this? Right. If you're out there searching, looking for a goal, whatever it is, I want to, I want to run a marathon. I want to PR on my clean and jerk or snatch or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Number one, if you're going to follow a program, follow it, right? Follow it to the, to the T. Don't, don't, you know, veer off and, 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 and sprinkle your own thing. You got to follow it, right? Because a coach is a teacher. If, if, if they're a good coach, right? Like I, I go under the assumption that anyone that's out there that's saying, Hey, I'm a coach is a good coach, yeah. right? I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to give them that, right? Follow it. And you got to give your body, you got to give your mind some time so that you can start figuring things out about yourself, right? Because you may walk away from it and be like, you know what? Maybe that programming wasn't right for me. Maybe I, maybe I need something else and so on and so forth, right? You got to use these, these, these gifts that were given to you to allow you, allow you this, this time to, to start to kick, to kick off the evolution process. We were put here to evolve, yeah. right? So whatever goal that we have out there, like, let's, let's stick to it a little. Like, yeah. let's, let's just not bounce back and forth between coaches and, 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 oh, I'm doing this. I'm doing the latest, the latest program, da, da, da. Give it some time. Sometimes it, give it a year. Yeah, it takes time. Yeah. It's easy. It's so easy to get sidetracked from our, from our goals. You know, I feel like sidetracked in the sense it can be easy where, you know, it's just like motivation is lost and people use motivation as, as an excuse of like, ah, I just, I'm kind of losing motivation. It's Ooh, like, dude, you should have been on the last podcast. Cause we talked all about motivation. Oh, did you? Oh. Oh, actually, <laughs> I mean, people aren't going to hear this anyway, but to drop our, our last podcast. So I'm actually going to be uploading that today and I'm excited to listen to it because I wasn't able to be there. So I'm looking forward to that. We talked a lot about motivation and the, the, what we came, the, what we came down to is that motivation comes from within. Yeah, man. There's nothing external that, I mean, it can spark it. You know what I mean? Like things outside can spark it. Like for me, sometimes listening to certain people, sometimes listening to certain music, you know, like Meek Mill, that Meek Mill comes on. It's like, Hey, but that's not always going to keep me motivated. There's some, like, I don't want to, I don't want to hear Meek Mill screaming at me right now. (laughs) Motivation has, has to come from within. Right. If you can't spark that internal motivation, then you can buy all the self-help books you want. You can watch all the TED talks you want. It ain't going to happen. Agreed. Agreed, brother. It is not going to happen. But back to the back to the goals and stuff like that. Right. You know, give it a year. Right. If you if you did like a 90 day program with someone. Right. And, and you like and you and you like the 90 day program, reach out to them and be like, yo, can you can 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 we do can we do a year long thing? Right. I just had that conversation with a client last night, man. That's so funny you say that because we're finishing up the 90 day program. I said, listen, man, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, like, I'm going to tell you that it's imperative that you continue like, yeah. you know, and of course there comes a financial investment, but I, I promise that having the accountability and continue yeah. to 
stay on the program is what's going to help you. And it's not only that, it's going to continue to ingrain the habit, the habit of working, exactly. doing the thing. So that exercise just becomes second nature. It's just we, like, we as coaches, we are just a tool and we should just be a tool for people so that they can, they can learn to use that tool and go on about their, about their, about their lives. Right. And use our teachings and better themselves or even help their friends and family. Right. That, that's, that's, that's what I believe as, as, as a, as a coach, right. I don't, I don't want you for the rest of my life. I really don't. Maybe, maybe we work for a couple of years, you know, four years, five years, but then like, I eventually I want to see you go. I want to see you go off and, 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 and do it and, and flourish and, and just be great. You know what I'm saying? Because then if it becomes a lifetime thing to me, it's like, well, maybe I didn't teach them yeah. what they needed to be taught. Maybe there's some codependency or. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And to that brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the coaches that were looking for a lifetime clients, my bad. All right. <laughs> you can, you can. I, I, honestly, I do have some clients that have been riding with me for a long time. And you know, it's, it's funny. Like, I think for me, like with, with having my coach write my programming, that's at least right now, I, I'm like, I might do this as long as he wants to continue writing my programming. Cause I, yeah. I love having a program writ, but I don't need the motivation to, to work out. It's just like, he knows my goals and he's a better coach than I am. He's more experienced. He knows more. So like, especially as an endurance athlete now, he knows what kind of phases and how to ramp my, my training yeah. running. You know what I mean? So it's like, that is like, smart i think that to people to have a program and have somebody there but as far as like relying completely on somebody yeah uh, and and the 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 other thing the other thing that i think jake is that you you're smart you're experienced and you could you could you could literally use those teachings to get you to where you need to be right and and that's and that's just that's just the other side of it that's what i'm that's what i see Right. And, and that's, and that's, that's been my experience. Right. Cause I've had coaches myself. And then eventually I got to a point where I was like, okay, I'm gonna have a little confidence in myself because I think I can, I think I can do this. Right. So like, if I ever get into running, right. If I ever get into running like you, right. Eventually I'll get a coach and I'll, I'll learn and, and, you know, I'll, I'll experience it and I'll figure it out. I'll start doing some work on my own. And then eventually I have to say, Hey coach, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go ahead and give this a shot. Right. And and that's, that's the whole evolution process that we, that we speak of. And that's just, and that's just the other side. That's just the other side of it. For sure. For sure. I oh, mean, that would be, that would be some epic evolution to see this man go from some fucking <laughs> moving some weight. <laughs> hey, listen, you never know, right. You never know. Yeah, you never I, know. I, I love to challenge myself. I love to, I love to put things, put things in front of me. And if that's what's in the, like, like I said earlier, right. If that's what's in the cards, Hey, why not? Yeah, right. Why not go, go from 300 to 200, 195 and, 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 and give it a, and give it a shot. Yeah. Right. It's, it's all, if it, if it's, if that's what's in the cards, it's not yeah. like I've never been 195 in my life. Right. I was, there was a time that I was right. And you know, I'm, I'm not afraid of that. As long as there is something that I will get out of it, yeah. I will, that, that will help me evolve and, and help me be a better member to this universe. I'm all for it. I love it, man. I'm all for it, man. 
So like I said, I love all you coaches out there. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you to all the coaches out there who, who are really doing their part and really making a difference and helping. Teaching. It's a yeah. beautiful, you know, I had a call last week with a gym out in San Diego and he's been helping me with, with some business things and helping me build my business. And I just said like, like, thank, dude, thank you for taking the time to do this. You know, people, people pay money to have this kind of like mentorship, you know? And it's like, yeah. he said something to me along the lines of like, you know, so many times in the fitness industry, we, we like bash other people, mm-hmm. other coaches. It's like when really we should be looking at it as we should be elevating each other so that we serve more people, you know, like we yeah. should we should be helping each other so that we can better serve our clients, better serve our communities. Exactly. Rather than making it an ego thing and and want to be better. And, you know, because that's really, I mean, there, there is like, I feel like to a certain extent, there's competitive drive where it's like, okay, I want to be, you know, I want to be a leader and I want to be on on my top of my, but there's a difference between that and then wanting to see other people fail. You know what I mean? Exactly. And, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a community and our doors have, to, it has to be open to all, right. It has to be a revolving door so that people can come in and they can learn. Like, like, it's so important. And I keep going back to teaching. Like it's so important that we become teachers, forget about leader, being a leader, right. Being the, being the first one to market with the, with the coolest, this, with the coolest that, how can we teach? Because we're dealing with human beings, man. We're dealing with human beings. And I, and I saw an article about some lady that was like, she had like a huge following, like she's getting sued over this. Like she was basically streamlining her programming. So, so she said she was doing one-on-one customizing and all that stuff. And she actually was giving everybody the same program, giving everybody the same nutrition. I think it was nutrition programming yeah. and, you know, people and people with eating disorders and all that stuff. I think, I think that's the story. And she ended up, she, she, she's getting sued for it. Right. What we have is we got to be responsible. Can't just we can't just treat people like they're they're just a number because now we're dealing with humans. We're dealing with feelings. We're dealing with emotions. You were dealing with people that that's coming with baggage to our doors and saying, help me put this together. And so you're going to tell me that you're going to you know what I mean? Is Is it really worth is it really worth the money to do that? Exactly. Exactly. And or is it because you and I understand like wanting to automate business, but at the same time, you can't, you can't be false advertising. Yeah. Or you just say, Hey, here's a pro here's the program. Yeah. Ain't custom. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. This is not a customized program, but this is the program that I give. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Or you teach people, you teach them. They want to, they want to learn how to, how to break down their, their macros, teach them. You, you pay me, you know, X for six months. I'll teach you. And then you go on, you go on off about your business, but I don't know, man, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm in the wrong, maybe I'm in the wrong industry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. All right, brother. It reminded me of uh, Drake's song. He's got a song. I think no friends in the industry. I'm, I'm saying, hey. I'm saying uh, you know, we making friends in the industry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No friends in the Yeah. Yeah. We want friends. I, I, I would like friends. Drake's yeah. in the industry though, you know, I've talked to yeah. some musicians and there, there's some shady stuff. I mean, there's shady stuff in every industry. There, in, in, in our industry, there is big yeah. time. All right, brother. Peace to all y'all. Guys, we love you guys. Time to get back yeah. to, back to it. Yes, sir.